Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. We're going to talk about short sales because a lot of people don't understand them. I didn't understand them when I first got into the business. Um, but first, um, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. If you like the videos, click like below and um, please share, comment. This is by request for someone uh, for something that somebody commented on and we're going to Anything you want a uh, video on, just put in a request in the comments and comments get responded to and we listen. Let's talk about short sales. First, let's talk about what a short sale is. A short sale, sorry, one time. A short sale happens when a lender agrees to let a, a seller, a, a borrower, who's now a seller, sell their house to somebody for less than is owed. Now we're right now in the middle of this COVID-19 thing. I think there's gonna be a lot more short sales coming Right, in 2008, 9, 10, it was a short sale mania, right? Because everybody had borrowed way too much, the value of the property dropped. Weren't making payments. Lenders said, we'll take short sales. But over the last few years, right, the last 10 years, um, market's been going up and lenders have been not as willing to make those short sales. So a couple of things about a short sale. Number one is somebody has to negotiate with a lender. That is not an easy thing. I don't do it and it's really like a full-time job so people do it for a fee people do it for a, they'll do it as a realtor and as a percentage of the sale price and i wish i could recommend uh, some good ones but i really don't know that many good ones most people are not good to get back to you uh not good at getting back to you not great everybody says they know what they're doing and they did a million of them it's not true so i'd love to so I wish I could say use this person for your short sale negotiation, but I would say don't do it yourself. That's one aspect of it. That's literally a full-time job. I mean, it would seem simple, right? Bank wants 300, you want to give 200, I'll, I'll, I'll negotiate with you. It's not how it works. Tremendous amount of paperwork has to be filled out by the borrower. Paperwork expires. It takes them longer usually than the expiration date to process it. So take an example, they'll say, um, give me all the income information with pay stubs and W-2s. Paysubs can't be more than a month old. You submit them. They take two months to, to look at it. They go, everything's expired. Please update the documentation. And that goes around and around. That's that kind of stupidity that happens. So you got to get somebody to negotiate the short sale. From my perspective, okay, I've only uh, closed on a couple of them. The issue is that you're getting into a transaction that you really don't know if it's ever going to close. Because you don't know if the lender's going to come down to the price that you need to pay for it. Now, some people love these hit home runs with them i see them happening right because i see properties trade in my area for very low prices and then i see it's a short sale and it took nine months but it's a short sale so it's there's a long time right the lenders can take a long time take a long time to get the paper from the borrower the lender to approve it it's a whole process lender doesn't want to get screwed doesn't want anybody getting paid at the closing and that's another thing okay in new york a lot of people are under the impression that they can get paid to do a short sale because a lot of underhanded people did that and that's illegal and you have to be very very careful a bunch of people went to prison in the last year over it attorneys and appraisers and all kinds of things about scams like that so you need to be careful about that very often a borrower will say straight up what's in it for me now you can sometimes ask the ask the lender can we give five ten thousand dollars to the borrower for relocation expenses sometimes they'll agree if they say no or they say i'll only give a thousand you know it's out of your control so 
For me, short sales are very difficult, but things might change where there's a million of them and lenders might be very willing to make deals on short sales coming soon if prices, you know, go down a lot and lenders feel like better to make a deal now than wait longer and get hurt. So that's another aspect of the short sale. Another aspect of the short sale is you got to give a deposit. Now you don't have to give a lot of deposit, but you got to give some deposit and that sits there for, it could take two years. So I don't like them. There are circumstances where they work. If I had a great short sale negotiator, I'd probably take more of them. Um, but it's not easy to find that. And in New York, there's a lot of people who are really expecting to get paid. I've, I've seen short sales where a bunch of people got paid that legally could not get paid. I was not involved in the transactions at all. But it's important to understand that if you're going to delve into the world of short sale, time is a big factor. These things take forever. The actual negotiation with the lender is a big factor. If you want to do it, it's a lot of work, right? And you, sometimes you, have to, you can't even deal with the lender. You have to deal with the servicer. You have to deal with the servicer. It's not always the same as the lender, usually not. And you're getting into something that may or may never work out, right? If your max price on a property is 300 and the lender won't go below 375, you're not going to buy that property. And if you're the one negotiating on it and you're the one that sent the, that sent the contract out and put a deposit on it and you're the one that's counting on it, you could really be setting yourself up for a huge disappointment. So I know people that say, you know, I'll put in a, I'll put in a hundred and I'll get five or six, you know, at that, that's fine if you want to do that. But a hundred short sales is a lot of work, a lot of work, more work than I want to put in. But again, if I had a great short sale negotiator, if you know one, you can put them in touch with me. The problem is it's hard. Even people who say they're great at short sale negotiators are very often not. They just did a deal or two and now, I uh, think they know how the whole thing works, even though every single servicer is different. Every servicer is different. What they're looking for, how what their paperwork is, it's just not the same thing. And it's not it's not a it's not a simple transaction. Right? I prefer simpler transactions. Some people will say, you know, I'll take a bunch of these, and if I hit a couple, then it's a home run, and it could be. But like, if you have a short sale in negotiation for the last six months, and now values come down, you may not even want to perform on the on the on the contract. Right, you may not want to buy it for that price if you think the ARV, the after repair value, is much lower. So, it's not it's not simple. It, it it's it, it's portrayed out there as a simple thing. Oh, you negotiate with the lender and they come up with a price. If they don't want to do it, then you get rid of it. It's not. It, if it wasn't six, nine, twelve months of, of of back and forth with the lender, it would be simple. But it's not simple. The lenders feel like in 2008, 2009, they got screwed. They gave away short sales like they were candy you know, just for everybody. And then three years later, the values were much higher. They didn't want to make that mistake. They felt like everything that they held on to over the last 10 years went up in price and every short sale they took, they got screwed on. It's a stupid way to look at it if you ask me, because if you're taking a short sale, it's because the, the loan's not performing. In New York, it could take 10, 12 years or longer to foreclose. But the lenders, uh, you know, every, every, every short sale every servicer that handles short sales is, is, is different. Servicers are the company that actually takes the payment and they're the ones that have to agree to a short sale. And very often, even the short, the, the servicer can agree, then they have to go back to the investor who actually owns a loan. They're not the same company, right? You think, oh, I got my loan from Chase, but then Chase sold it to some fund which doesn't service and services through some other company. So you call that other company and the other company says, well, we're fine with the $250,000 price, but we have to ask the fund if they'll take it. And the fund could say no. So, 
There's a lot involved. It's not simple thing. If you, you know, if you're doing this part time and you have a good short selling negotiator and you want to take a few of these deals and put in small deposits, I understand it. I do. But for me, it screws with my head um, unless I really know this is a home run kind of situation. So um, that's all we got on short sales. Uh, if you have any questions, put them in the comments below. I'll be happy to help you or answer them right away. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.